0: Can do and undo.
1: To choose a partner is the most important job interview we are ever asked to carry out. Around half of us get it very wrong, not because we are inept, but because we are wounded. We might think that there would be a minimum of training and some hazard lights to guide us, but our dedication to public safety ends squarely at the door of our dating interviews. We're supposed to need to be left strictly alone to follow our misfiring instincts. Out of some peculiar fear of infringing on our liberties, we are abandoned to make our own beautiful disasters generation after generation without drawing the slightest benefit from the sufferings and late-life realizations of others. And therefore, with horrifying predictability, the most cautious among us routinely come adrift without discerning the multiple cataclysms they are incubating and which may take a good two decades fully to come to light. What, above all else, clouds our judgment is something we have scarce control over and are seldom granted the opportunity to explore in sufficient depth our childhoods, and more particularly, our messed up childhoods. For the single greatest predictor of unhappy adult love is, in a process that layers misery upon misery, simply and squarely our miserable time at the hands of significant others in our early lives. It's expecting too much to think that one might have been substantially unloved or troubled as children and then grow up to make any sort of reasonable or successful choices in our adult years. The best we could aim for is a live appreciation that our instincts are liable to be profoundly unreliable guides to our future contentment, which might inspire a commitment to getting someone else, a wise, impartial judge, to check and help us with our homework. This is some of what happens when our interviewing capacities have taken a hit. Firstly, we can't sift. What singles out the emotionally damaged from the more robustly healthy is not their involvement with mad candidates, these are everywhere and they're often irresistibly delightful on the outside. It's their propensity for being unable to spot the problems in due time and extricate themselves with a the requisite ruthlessness and decisiveness. Above all, a difficult childhood inducts us into getting interminably stuck. Secondly, we aren't a friend to ourselves. The reason for the stuckness is hugely poignant, that we don't like ourselves very much. Therefore, when someone blows hot and cold, lets us down, plays games with our minds, makes and then routinely tramples on promises, denies us tenderness and swears they won't do that nasty thing to us again and then promptly does, our first, second and hundredth impulse is never simply to up sticks and leave. Our tendency is to wonder what we might have done to provoke the problem whether there is something that we have misunderstood and whether we might learn to be more skillful in not upsetting them going forward. Our past gives us a touching but ultimately disastrous-
0: Oh, the voice of reason back in the building with another fire topic. You know I'm gonna have this discussion. That has been the purpose of this show since its inception. We started this show in 2008. It has been on multiple platforms, and now it is here at KBLA Talk 1580. And I pride myself on having open discussions where we don't allow judgment in. I want you guys to hear tonight's topic. Do we choose love, or are we chosen by love? Do we choose happiness or are we chosen or are we lucky enough to fall into a happy situation? Why is it that we find ourselves always picking the same kind of partner? We get out of a situation, we get into another situation. And that situation tends to mirror the situation that we got out of in some areas. Do we choose love or are we chosen by love? An enthralling look at why we end up with who we end up with. And then we wind up complaining, being disgruntled, dissatisfied. Do we have a choice in who we love? How do you forgive yourself for choosing the wrong person? Why do we choose the wrong person. Are we a co-creator in our own disaster? Somebody's got to call me tonight. The number to dial is one 800 920 Do we choose love or are we chosen by love? What are your thoughts? I want to know why we end up with the mess we end up with when we come forward. More questions and callers.
2: Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Turn it off. You're choosing the wrong person every time because you're choosing an idea. See, the poor man dreams of being rich. He hasn't come to terms with his current situation, so he strives to get out of it. He envisions that he's going to be something different. And yes, that's good. You can use your imagination and visualize a different situation, but not with relationships. See, your living condition, you can visualize the penthouse, Yes, you can visualize the, the new car. You can visualize the fat bank account. But in relationship, you've got to reconcile where you came from, your ordinary. Oh, yeah. See yourself as a life cube, not an ice cube, a life cube. What formed you? Huh? What has been concretized in your spirit? Because that's what does the choosing. Do we choose love? Or are we chosen by love? An enthralling look at why we end up with who we end up with. See, we end up with the work. Everybody you get with is going to mirror back to you the unfinished work that resides in you. So you can dream about Mr. Right coming to sweep you off your feet, but there's only Mr. Right now. And Mr. Right now, or Mrs. Right now, represents where you are in your personal development. A lot of people don't want to accept that. They want to hear the, oh, be nice and be kind and be sweet. None of that works. Listen, it's just like dumb people don't respect intelligence because they don't comprehend it. It doesn't make sense, right? Intelligent people tend not to respect who they classify as dumb. You don't get it right in relationship the the more toxic the person is usually the more attractive you are to them the more attracted you are to you be like yes this there's a fire on them and there's a passion there's and that's your wounds talking your wounds want to relate with theirs So we choose where we are. This this is what's happening. If you want to be in love, what's the quickest way to find love? Unconditional love. And this has become cliche now. Love yourself. Right? But do you know how difficult it is to love yourself? All of you. You know, all of the Carl—not uh, Carl Young, uh, Carl but Joseph Campbell—called it our inner dragons. Do you know how difficult it is to love on that dragon, even though that dragon looks fierce and it looks as if it will devour you? So, what do we do? We turn those into external expectations for our partner. If you would just do this then I'll be comfortable in reciprocating what you've done. Whatever the this is, if you would just acknowledge me, then I would be comfortable in this relationship. Not knowing, you're really supposed to acknowledge yourself. If you would just approve of me, if you would just appreciate me, if you would just acknowledge and love on me, all of these things are supposed to be done by you why do we choose the wrong person no one is the wrong person because everybody is right for right now no 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 I don't I don't agree with that I didn't I didn't choose a liar yes you did somebody call me and challenge me on it I dare you please call me one eight hundred9 twenty 1580 I was explaining this to uh, my my uh, my agent, my literary agent today, because she was asking me questions about my new book. And she was like, well, how do we how do you get into relationships that ultimately you don't want? And she specifically brought up the liar. I said, how many of you have a lying journal? And this journal has nothing to do with somebody lying to you. It has everything to do with all of the lies you tell yourself. So you think they're not connected? They're not related? Lie to yourself. That is the worst lie that can happen. One that is perpetuated by you against you. Oh, Well, son, you got to fake it until you make it. We're talking about relationships. We're not talking about societal survival. We're not talking about faking it until you make it in corporate America. You have to understand the essence of relationship is spiritual because it reveals the work. Not your partner's work. Right. It reveals your work. So I said, create a lie. Journal, Right? A lie journal that chronicles every lie you tell yourself. Even my agent was like, well, they're not really big lies. They're little lies. And yes, that's what you tell yourself. So now you become a liar magnet. And guess what? There's even more. What about your self-esteem if you reinforce your self-esteem with negative self-talk you become a beacon for people that will beat on your self-esteem this is how it works see we so caught up on the social piece of relationship where we were educated, where we work, uh, how, uh, what's our career, and how much money we have, and where we live, and do we have a car. And we're so caught up on the societal piece that we forget the most important aspect of relationship is spiritual. What do you mean spiritual? You can say psychological. You can say metaphysical. You can say internal work. But I've said before, the work you do in relationship is not the work you demand of your partner; it is the work you demand of yourself. One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. Reggie from Austin, Texas, get in here,
3: Madzo, Zoe, I appreciate what you said. Um, what I want you to to talk about are are, are really just reset for me is the relationship between passionate relationships and compassionate relationships, because it makes sense in what you're talking about today. You said it a couple days ago, and I caught the back half of it.
0: Right. Passionate relationships are very superficial. Right. They they use the flame of interest, the flame of attraction, uh, the flame of aesthetic. Oh, you look good. You feel good. It sounds good. Uh, We vibing. And typically, passionate relationship burns hot and short. Compassionate relationship, on the other hand, you settle in. We don't have to have sex every night. Sex is not that important. We, we, We don't have to incessantly go places and do things in order to keep the relationship going. Compassionate relationship is rooted in the compassion we have for ourselves that emanates to our partners and is organically reciprocated. Compassionate. It's more stable. It's it's lasting. We 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 okay staying at home and watching Netflix. Compassionate. We're gonna make it. We're on a journey together. Passionate is where are we going? What are we doing. And you know what? We didn't we, we stopped doing the things that we did in the beginning that made the relationship fun. That's passionate. You see what I'm saying?
3: That makes sense. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Appreciate you, man.
0: Man, appreciate you. We appreciate the call. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, that was Austin, Texas. All you got to do is call us at one eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. 920 1580 A lot of people don't understand. The true dynamics of relationship. How do you forgive yourself for choosing the wrong person? First off, stop saying you chose the wrong person. Every wrong person is actually the right lesson. Somebody meme that for me. Put it on Instagram right now. Every wrong person is the right lesson. The universe don't work in waste. Oh, you wasted my time. Oh, you i you know what? I thought you were going to give me what I wanted. I can't give you nothing you can't give yourself. 1-800-920-1580. Sean, Oakland, California. Get in here. Hey, brother, another
4: powerful subject, you know. My, my thing is, you know, that I, you know, in my idealistic mind, you know, in relationships, you know, I've been very fortunate in a relationship. So is, is resilience number one? Look, people, when you, this is what I tell my kids. I got teenagers. I know you have kids, though. I mean, what I want to tell you is when you're out there, if you're looking to be in a relationship, something sustainable, all right, look for someone you think is resilient. There's someone that can get through anything in this world with you because I'll tell you what, you're going to be confronted with something in your life, whatever that is, that's very difficult, and you want that kind of person. Guess what? Bling, bling, a bunch of money in in their pocket and all that kind of thing. Um, Yeah, okay, really? Come on. Make your own and do your own, and if that's whatever amount you make, the most important the most richest thing you could ever accumulate is that resilience between you and your better half, whatever that couple is and you work your life together and you can get through anything in life.
0: I agree with you, Sean. I really do, man. And I appreciate you as always for being one of the first callers as the show begins. Thank you, brother. Thanks, brother. Hey, listen, Passionate relationship. Is the sister loving the bad boy? Is the brother loving the baddie? The aesthetic, the superficiality, right? The sparkle of the moment. But the reality of it is good people exist. And when you become a good person, you start to shift from the passionate superficial relationship into the compassionate sustainable relationship, right? As Dr. David R. Hawkins once said, love is misunderstood to be an emotion. Actually, it is a state of awareness, a way of being in the world, a way of seeing oneself, and others, love for God or nature or even one's pets, opens the door to spiritual inspiration. To desire to make others happy and overrides selfishness. Now, watch this. Let's just peel into that a little bit, that last piece. The desire to make others happy overrides selfishness. Well, first off, your desire to make somebody happy cannot, your desire and effort to make somebody happy cannot come from a selfish place. It has to come from a selfless place and it has to be given as a gift without recompense. I do not want to be repaid for what I'm doing. I'm doing it because I am love, not because I'm seeking love or acknowledgement or approval or appreciation from the person I'm doing it for. So you got to cultivate that level of awareness and consciousness within yourself. But if you do not cultivate that, you're going to be a seeker of it. And you're going to seek through limited expectations of others. Please show up for me in the way that I need you to. Please, please show up because no one has ever showed up for me. That's because you haven't showed up for yourself. That's why you put all the blame on your significant others. Oh, Lord. When I come forward, the phone lines are starting to crack. 1-800-920-1580. Who is choosing you if you ain't?
4: Of your ladies
0: and oh, brothers, my love is for you why Whatever Do we choose I will do the drama the why do we, we tr- choose the tragedy life. the disappointment, the frustration? The exacerbation. Why do we choose it? And not only do we choose it once, we choose it over and over and over again. Why do we do it? It's because of those wounds. It's because of those psychological setbacks that we have refused to deal with. Well, I'm here to talk to all of y'all. The phone lines are cracking Let's get JT from Atlanta in the building right now. JT, let's go. Oh, hold on. Wait, I
5: have my headphone. Hold on one second. second.
0: (laughs) I just saw you on the line. I know you be at work. I got to get you in here. You all the way from Atlanta. We got to get you right.
5: Yes, I appreciate it. Hi, Chad. Um, I just want to say, so in regards to tonight's topic, with me being on my self-love journey, what I'm starting to understand and realize is, is that As you state, I was attracting what I was, which was broken and lost and um what's it what else? Like broken and lost and um damaged and just uh, just trying to, you know, compensate me not loving myself, trying to find it within someone else. But what I will say is is that Now that I look at like where I'm at now, I kind of appreciate the fact that I've had those relationships because it's made me a better person. Plus it allows me to see what I do want in a relationship going forward and what I will and will not put up with. But as you also say all the time, You attract what you are. So if you're not working on yourself, you're going to continuously keep attracting what you are and who you are. So if you want better, you got to do better. Love you, chat. Have a good night, guys.
0: We love you, JT. And she brought up a great point. That is the nature of relationship. That is the nature of relationship. We should go into it enthusiastically. What darkness about me will be revealed in this new interaction. Not, is this person going to let me down like the last one? You have to go in in search of yourself every single time. How am I going to show up? Right? Which ugly part of me is going to show up? And how am I going to deal with it? Am I going to reprimand it? Am I going to judge it? Am I going to condemn it? Or am I going to empathize with it now? Empathizing with it doesn't mean accepting it. Heru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan, jump in here.
6: Peace and love to the family nations. Yes,
0: honest sir. Old. Yes, sir. Tavis
6: Smiley, listen, you could not have chosen a more appropriate or apropos song besides "Let's hey, <laughs> Yes absolutely um I think a part of the issue is we were never taught we we are the quote unquote Pepsi generation the uh, generation x we came uh, our parents came from the baby boomers we would who
0: taught you so who taught the listeners so Man, I taught myself.
7: How to choose. (laughs) How to
0: to choose. Who
6: who, who was raised to be a husband when we were growing up? Who was raised to be a wife? Mm. None of us. Mm, Not not near one. Not near none. Not near one of us was. Mm. So I would have to say is, listen, suffering, like I said in the chat, suffering is mandatory for maturation, at least for a man. I'm going to speak for the man side. I'm going to speak for the women. Mm. Because you have to be careful who you chase. Because you might catch. You might catch them. But are you going to be prepared for what you catch? Because just personally, me, my wife, I was married for 21 years. I chased my wife. When I saw her, it was like, from the first time, I was like, "Woo! she had a skirt on, the shoes, the thing was poking that thing out, all of that. And I was like, oh, she got to have my baby. <laughs> Even though I know you don't like me, I'm going to make you like me. So I chased her. Her grandfather, who was raising her, had a stroke. mm I was in uh, nurse aid training in high school. So every time I got out of high school, I went to the, the, the main, the general hospital, and I took care of him. It was like, oh, I'm going to show you that I'm the one you're supposed to be with. Mm. I'm going to make you love me because I'm in love. And here's the crazy thing is, after my instructors at the school, and was like, oh, no. She's not the one. My family members were telling me, oh, no, she's not the one. I was like, y'all crazy. What? I think there's a song that, that says that uh, fools rush in. hmm Oh, I rushed in. I sure did. Oh, you go. So I put her on the spot. I was taking care of her Her grandfather, who had a stroke in the bed. Her aunt, her grandmother came in there. And, and I asked her, her grandfather, I said, sir, um... I just would like to ask you a question. Do I have your permission to love your granddaughter? Mm. So I put her on the spot. Of course, peer pressure. That's one of the psychological uh, uh, um, uh, states of persuasion. When she told me, she's like, you know what? I'll be your boyfriend. I mean, I'll be your girlfriend, Pause. I'll be your girlfriend. Just don't tell nobody. That should have been a red flag for me. mm I'll be your girlfriend, just don't tell nobody. Mm. And when we was going steady, she started accusing me of, well, she tried to isolate me, and she did, because I was like, listen, I'm willing to give all my female friends that I'm not having sex with, all of that, just to prove to you that I love you and you are the one. You are exactly the one. So we were taught I was taught in reverse. They gave me the warnings after I told them that this is the one that I want to be my wife when I was in high school.
3: Mm.
6: We are void of rights, of passages. And, of course, we know the historical context of being colonized and how they took us out of our position in, in the 60s and all that stuff. I was, wait a minute.
0: After I fell in love with her, you couldn't tell me nothing. Wait, 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 Haru. Haru, stay with me. When we come forward, I'm gonna let you finish it up, brother. Cause you cooking right now. Stay with us. Battle Creek, Michigan is in the kitchen.
2: Is it good to you? Good to you? More voice of reason with Zoe Williams. When we
0: come forward. Come forward. Uh, Auntie Anita. Sometimes we get caught up in the rapture of passionate love when it's compassionate love we desire. Sometimes the flames of right now, the flames of, oh, this is so, it feels so right, it, it, it can't be wrong. Sometimes that superficial flash in the pan blinds us into thinking this is something we should invest in. But the reality of it is you're not investing in the relationship. You're not investing in your partner. You're really investing in you. But you can't pour back into you until you know the shape of your vessel. one 800 Heru Ali, get in here, man. Listen,
6: um, I'm going to end it with this right here. Um, there's no way that, that folks who came from um, miseducation, economic castration, and semi-poverty. Because I wasn't poor. Hell, I had a waterbed in my in my junior high years. Oh, uh, boy, I was you was bawling.
0: you was living the high life on the waterbed. I, listen <laughs> with a
6: heater, with the heater, Come And on. the bumpers and all of that, <laughs> all of that stuff. <laughs> listen, I, it was only after I announced to my uh, high school teachers that I was going to get married right out of high school that they told me, they said, well, you know, statistically, uh, your marriage is going to fail. It it won't last uh, farther than five years. I was like, y'all crazy.
7: Mm Y'all crazy as hell.
6: Because I thought I knew, I thought I knew everything Mm -hmm. at 18. I thought I knew everything. So what I would say is, there's no way for broken people to
0: connect with broken people and think that, that they're going to make a hole. But I, we were I, unaware. But Haru, I'll push back a little bit and say we live in the, the age of information now. And we, Absolutely. we've turned deep spiritual principles into cliches. So the information sure. is there, and let me tell you, the conditioning of what we've been through is like software on a computer. It can be upgraded or deleted outright. It's just going to absolutely gonna re- yes, brother. It's just going to require work. Haru, I got to come forward, but I want to take you with me. When I come forward, I'm going to continue to talk to Haru.
2: Reason. Reason. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Zoe so Williams on KBLA Talk 1580.
8: KBLA.
0: This is my co-host. Come on, y'all. The Voice of Reason is on fire tonight. A straight relationship bonfire at KBLA Talk 1580. You know how we do. How do you forgive yourself for choosing the wrong person? Do you choose love or does it choose you? one 800 920 Ali. Please wrap up your thought here, brother.
6: Yes. Uh, how the hell do we know what love is if we wasn't taught what love is? Mm. I grew up in a single mother household. My mother, and she continues to rest in paradise, love her. She was all about taking care of her, her babies, but she was a side chick. Mm. She was a side chick, and she was always getting tricked and disappointed. So I'll leave you with this, that in spite of all the best efforts from the tool that you have in your toolbox, just like Brandy said in a song, everybody know, almost doesn't count. Mm. Being married for 20, 21 years, right out of high school, trying to do the best that I can. And I wasn't perfect, and they wasn't perfect. Not a, a slight to my children's mother. But guess what? Everybody knows almost doesn't count. And if you don't value the relationship, and how could you? Because you were never taught Mm -hmm. he was never taught to value the relationship how can you endure the hardships because remember back in the day it used to be when you got married it was to love honor and obey well the feminist movement removed that love honor and obey to folks making their own vows Mm. i'm gonna do this This it's so-called covenant with god Listen, black folks need to stop, stop front like they Christians, like they really believe in God, like they really honor the Christian God, really. Through sickness and health, <laughs> till death do us part. Are you
0: stop? Stop.
6: Hey, hey, Heru, Listen, I got, hey, I'm I'm got, hey, I I'm got, done. hey, I I'm got, hey, I got. Listen, brother.
0: <laughs> I got reprimanded last night for saying making the same point. But I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for calling in, Haru Ali, man.
6: Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace and love to the family nations. Y'all stay safe. Happy holidays or whatever you do.
0: Yes. Happy Kwanzaa. All of it. (laughs) Listen, we are not going to play any reindeer games with you tonight. That's the problem with relationships. It's predicated on game and manipulation and subterfuge. Right? We're all trying to convince this person that we are the mask we present. When I come forward, the phone lines are jam packed. But listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1 800 920 1580. I will do my best to get you on the line. People all over the country want to talk, and so do I.
2: KBLA
9: 1580,
8: Santa Monica.
9: To me,
0: this is the only artist that could challenge Michael Jackson's supremacy. This is the only artist. The, The majesty... The artistry, the writing, the musicality of Stevie Wonder is, Whoo! here I am, signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours. But you find that you don't want me because there's something in me that reminds me of the part of you that you neglect. Ooh. Once you get to know me, you find that you don't want me because there's a piece of me that mirrors the piece in you that you neglect. The great Alan Watts put it this way. When you find out that there was never anything in the dark side to be afraid of, nothing is left but love. See, the dark side is not in your partner, but their dark side is compatible with yours. See, let me read it again. When you find out that there's that that there was never anything in the dark side to be afraid of, that he's talking about what's in you. Joseph Campbell called them dragons. Carl Jung said shadow, unconscious. Other people call them trauma, trauma from the Greek word meaning wounds. Once you love on the wound, there's nothing left but love. You go outside of yourself to find love so you don't have to deal with the pain of the wound that you carry around. The wound makes you a lighthouse, a hurt lighthouse that's designed to call in hurt. But it isn't hurt for hurt's sake. The hurt wants to be healed. That's why it manifests in your relationship as conflict. Let's get these callers in here. People want to talk tonight. Meek is the night. Get in here.
9: Hey, Bill,
8: what's up? What's up? How y'all doing?
0: What up? What up? You see, I'm turned up right now.
8: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, when I was hearing her room speak a little bit, it reminded me of when I actually did start my podcast and when I was talking about my marriage and different marriages and stuff like that. and scenarios, my mother did admit to me that she did not teach me how to choose a man. She did not teach me how to pick one. She gave me general general, general generalities, I'm sorry.
0: Generalized ideas. Um,
8: yes. Generalized ideas about... Um, somebody wanting to be able to take care of you or treat you nice, stuff like that. But yeah, so I felt like I chose a lot of lessons. I guess I would say now I chose a lot of uh, lessons before my husband. And I thought that he was the, you know, the Disney craziness that I believed in um, of my white knight and stuff. So I don't know. I felt like I I thought I chose right because I took four years to say, you know, okay, let's go ahead and get married. Um, But I thought that because I waited to see everything and said to myself, okay, what are the what are the bad things that you feel like about him? that uh, that you can't live with and the stuff that you can. And when I thought about it, I was like, oh, well, I can work around this and I can work around that. He loves me. He treats me right. Why not?
0: But do you see how that action in and of itself makes you an active, i.e. a conscious co-creator of what you don't want? By enabling... And working around something that you you initially your spirit said this ain't right, this is a jar. But then you started to work around it. Do you understand what I'm
3: saying?
8: Yes. Yeah. And I didn't see it that way until you said it. <sighs> I didn't see it like that. I saw it I thought it I thought I was doing critical like I thought I was like, okay taking the good things and the bad things and saying hey this is not something that you should not be with somebody for this is not something that's really big you can you can work around that but <sighs> i don't know i guess yeah you're right i guess I, I did create it i guess okay you
0: co-created it
8: i co-created it yes
0: where where yes, where yes. where do healthy boundaries come in right So so if you have outlined some things and you've seen some things and you go, hey, first off, you can't recognize what isn't known. (laughs) You can't recognize what isn't understood. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it'll fly past your consciousness as unrecognizable. See, you get a lot of people say, oh, this is a terrible person. How you know? Something terrible must be in you in order to have a reference point. Well, no, I met some other person that was terrible. No, but you were able to recognize that it was terrible. Just like if we walking down the street and you see dogs walking. Say say you walk in your dog and you're in the park and there's a snake out there. Instinctively, that dog go, hey, that's a snake. Something's off. We're not messing with him. There's an instinctual understanding of what's wrong, right? That means it must be in us. Nobody wants Mm. to take the mantle and say, I am the problem, J. Krishnamurti. The enemy is you, not the other. Right? Our focus Mm. is pointed at our partner. That's why I ask people, do you have a, a, a journal? where it outlines all the lies you tell yourself? Do you have a journal that outlines yeah. all the times you minimize and make yourself smaller? No. Ooh. <laughs> Here's my minimization. not, you can see it's easy to say, I'm gonna be a slight collector and write down all the slights that I perceive my partner is doing to me. But do you have one? <laughs> that outlines all the times you do it to yourself, and whatever you do to yourself is an invitation for others to do to you. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Nick, yeah. you ain't got yeah. to agree. <laughs> if you
8: disagree, I'm with you. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. I I still I can't get on the thing of. So
0: wait, hold tight. Um, hold tight. I'm going to carry you forward, and then we're going to go back to Baltimore because right now Baltimore is on fire. Stay with me, callers. We all over the country right now. We still have a lot to talk about.
2: Reasons. reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to disappear. The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Oh,
9: no. hey,
0: hey, the Voice of Reason is on complete fire tonight. We have an amazing topic and the people from all over the nation are speaking out tonight. How do you forgive yourself for choosing the wrong person? Ain't no wrong people. None whatsoever. In the book Letting Go, The Pathway to Surrender by Dr. David R. Hawkins. The crucial point is, by changing ourselves, we change the world. As we become more loving on the inside, healing occurs on the outside. Much like the rising of the sea levels lifts all ships, so the radiance of unconditional love within a human heart lifts all of life. You think somebody's supposed to come in and do it for you. Please love on me. Please approve of me. Please accept. It doesn't work that way. You want a different experience? Treat yourself better. Accept yourself as you are. Acknowledge the truth of who you are. Limits and all. But so many of you are afraid That others will see your limits. Man, I'm the most broken dude in here. I've been through hell. I have failed over and over and over again in every aspect of my life, but I continue to learn from those failures. Failures have become friends of mine. Disappointment has become encouragement to me. Do you understand? You get people acting like chronological adults, yet spiritual child children coming out saying things like, I'm tired of the lessons. They're never going to end. Oh, I'm tired of these lessons. When do the lessons stop? When is it over? It's never over. Never will be. As long as you're alive, your job is to evolve. There is no safe plateau. Some landing spot that you're gonna arrive at hey, this is it. This is smooth sailing from here on out. It's just not how it works. is tonight, come in and finish your thought. We got so many callers, I need you to keep it short. Just finish your thought, love.
8: Um I wanted to hit back on you as far as what we were saying and I was saying that I I told I told him everything. I didn't hide like normal people do. Like he knew all my problems, you know. So if you you telling somebody about your problem, they telling you that, you know, that's messed up. That's not something they would do. And then you choose them and then you get with them and then they do the same stuff. So what is that? But anyway, I know you said you have a short. that's what I wanted to come back at you. I'm sorry, but she went to commercial.
0: (laughs) Sweetheart, it's okay. You can always call in, and you can always put your thought down. Ain't nothing but love. You understand that?
8: (laughs) Yeah. All right, then.
0: Nick is the night from Baltimore. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know what you got to do. Hit those digits. 1-800-920-1580. Phone lines are open. We will talk to you. Let's get the person who's been on the longest, True Monger, Dallas, Texas. Jump in here.
7: Yes, sir. And yeah, you pretty much just spoke my call um about uh embracing the lessons. first of all, you gotta go through the experiences to even realize that there are lessons without placing blame on the other partner just because the situation may not have worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, my as far as being taught how to love how love will pick the right person. I can't say that I was. I've I still, I had to figure it out and I'm still learning lessons to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, if I go by how my old man acted, you think he was unhappy every day the way he spoke, but he was with my mom until she passed, but she had been through a divorce before I was born. He did his dirt. So I'm learn- like, we all learn from broken people, right? But you really, things don't really kick in until you start having those experiences, mm-hmm. start having relationships. And we always put our point of view on that person, especially if it doesn't work out. let's always try to point out what they did, but we never turn that point of view back on ourselves
3: and
7: mm-hmm. reflect on, on, the, on the role we played in it
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: or learn, learn the lessons we were supposed to learn or in that moment or they may hit you at a later point where you may be in another relationship and then they'll start to kick in then. Or for some, they may never learn. Mm. They may always continue to blame other people instead of trying to learn what they need to learn in order for them to grow as better people.
9: Mm
7: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for those who say they're tired tired uh, tired of the lessons, I'm like, you must not be trying to grow and become a better person. Of course not. you taught as a lesson because that's part, that's part of it. You're going to learn to the day you pass. Mm. And then there's going to be lessons left behind because you you never know who's watching you. Mm-hmm. And they're picking up on how you, how you conduct yourself. Right. How you treat people. Right. So there's always lessons there whether you want to own up to them or not.
0: Man, we love you, big brother. Man, I appreciate you for calling in and dropping that good game, man. Thank you so much. True Monger <laughs> brought Dallas, Texas in the building. Where part of Texas is listening right now? Is Houston listening? Is San Antonio listening? Is El Paso listening? We need Dallas, Texas to call in. Somebody in Texas follow up from. My brother, Heru, I mean, my brother, True Monger, one eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. 920 1580 Who's on the longest? Who's on the longest? It looks like Khalif, Khalif from Los Angeles. Jump in here and cook with me, brother.
10: Hey.
0: What's happening, man? Talk to me. I
11: just want to give you your flowers. I think right now everybody just gives all his flowers. It's just amazing that this conversation, being had right now. We need it. Um, I, I learned from forgetting that the first step for me was to learn to, because I can't forgive someone can't forgive me. Big mm. lesson I had to learn
0: Khalif, are you still there? Your phone is breaking up a little bit, brother. Are you there? Yeah. Khalif. No, I don't think he's on speakerphone. Uh, are you on speakerphone um, or Bluetooth, brother?
11: No. So I've been up in the hills up Oh yeah, you <laughs> in the hills.
0: Hill. I understand, brother. It's, it's the service ain't good. But um uh I lost my thought, but no, just take uh, your time, fabulous. Khalif. I hear you. You, you got it. It's it's coming. Just five, four, three, two. Give it to us, brother. Okay, I'm
11: gonna give it raw and uncut. <laughs> um, last call. <laughs> you smacked me in my lips because I had said I love someone more than I love myself. Mm. And when you say that. The wrong person for you is actually the right lesson. woo there it is there it is. That was it because I spent my you know entire life going through trauma, losing family, and I don't think anything happens for uh for no reason so i I end up becoming a nurse and i I attribute that to the ancestors saying you need to heal yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. In order for you to be able to heal others, you have to heal yourself. Because a sick nurse or a sick doctor is no good to a sick person.
0: The sick can't heal the sick, brother. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Khalif from Los Angeles, California, we appreciate the call. You already know the phone lines are cracking. The person who's been on the longest is Davy Lee, Eldorado, Arkansas. Jump in here.
3: Yes, sir. What's happening with y'all, man? man. You know,
0: hey. I... What's up? No, man, I'm I'm with you. It's your time to shine.
3: Okay, all right. Well, yeah, man, you know, I haven't been through no personal, you feel me, like, relationship like no monogamous thing just as yet. But, you know, when it come down to it, bro... You know, the relationships I've had with friends and family, I've realized that people are very selfish, man. They're not like me. You know, I, I shouldn't look at them like, you know, they should be like me. They should be like, you know, caring and giving and all of that. Because I got problems, too. I'm not perfect, you mm-hmm. know. So we all got to work with each other in a certain manner. Because mm-hmm. I'm a Gemini, man. I mess around and slap your lips up. You feel me? You, you play
0: with the hey, crazy. brother, I'm you know, Gemini it's just, it's right with you. I understand the way you know? of the Gemini. I understand.
3: You know so- <laughs> I have to tame the beast, you feel me? Because at the end of the day, everybody uh, got emotions. It's important that you don't let that, you know, sway you. You don't let that control you, especially as a man or even a woman, because, you know, you'll lose sight of things, man, you know? So what I try to do is be caring and consider the other people's situations in life. You don't know what they have been through unless you mm-hmm. talk to them and, you know, get a chance to understand them. And the best way to understand somebody is knowing yourself. In the Bible, they says, "Know thyself."
4: Mm-hmm. That's the
3: only way. That's why I guess God, uh... Bless me not to be with a woman at this point in time in my life so I could study myself so it wouldn't be easy to be persuaded or used in a certain manner. You know mm. what I'm saying? So it comes to a situation that you got to look at these things as a blessing, not a burden. You know, you go through things in order to learn. You feel me? So, like you said, you're going to learn forever, man. And as soon as you hit that mud, you hit that bed, you're going to be like, you know, age. you know, I'm still learning, man. Them, CC, them CC's coming in right now. Man. They're going to get me poked up. Come on, but Davey Lee, I appreciate
0: you, brother. Every <laughs> time you call in here, you act a fool. We appreciate it, brother. I try to. Yeah, I man. I love it, man. Thank you for the insight. We appreciate it. Listen, this game ain't going to stop. I don't want people to get caught up not really understanding the real truth about relationships. Relationships are not for the weak. Relationships are for the strong. Now, many people are fearful of the darkest, ugliest, most contaminated aspects of themselves to be revealed. But let me just say, man, that's part of growing up. That's part of learning. That's part of loving. That's part of expanding and growing. Listen, growth is going to hurt. But it's also going to benefit you. Allow yourself to go into that cocoon and be transformed. Don't stay the same. Trust me, it's better for you to be broken open. That's what the great Rumi said. We got to keep breaking our hearts over and over and over again. We got a lot to talk about when I come forward. When I return, the person who's been on the line the longest Kim from Huntington Beach. We're going to get her on the line when we come forward.
2: He's on fire tonight. Fire. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk
5: 1580. Come
0: on, play. voice of reason and his co-host we in the building tonight tonight's topic has been progressive it's been fire it might be uncomfortable but it's the truth it's the truth i don't know if you guys are hip to pima children or children but she has a powerful quote here people get into a heavy duty sin and guilt trip, feeling that if things are going wrong, it means that they did something wrong or something bad and that they are being punished. That's not the idea at all. The idea of karma is that you continually get the teachings that you need to open your heart. To the degree that you didn't understand in the past how to stop protecting your soft spot, how to stop armoring your heart, you're given these gifts of teachings in the form of your life to give you everything you need to open further. Now, if anybody is hip, to Rumi, Rumi says the wound is where the light enters the light of enlightenment, the light of self-realization, the light of expansion, of conscious expansion. Pima is saying right here, oh, people get into a heavy-duty sin and guilt trip because things ain't going wrong. What did I do? First off, the only thing you do is cosign what you are. Uh-oh, uh, somebody better meme it. The only thing you do is co-sign what you are. When that lesson shows up, you co-sign it because it's familiar to you, spiritually, conscious, subconsciously. It is familiar, which is why you co-sign. Ooh, I know a lot one eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. This is what she's saying. This is why life keeps giving you these relationship challenges because they are gifts, disguised as hurt, disguised as disappointment. One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. Kim, from Huntington Beach, jump in here. Share your thoughts on tonight's topic.
9: Hi, I like tonight's topic. Um, I think that the reason why people are picking the wrong mate is because they're picking it based on a different pattern. Because in the past, the marriages and relationships would last because they were based on traditional social constructs. Mm-hmm. People would uh, become, come of age, and they would get married, and focus on family, and raising a family, and mm-hmm. they would pair bond with each other. But now people are actually uh, picking mates based on a really silly reason, and that's uh, romance and passion, because what that that's actually euphoria. And the euphoria of love lasts up to about two years. So, the issue with the euphoria of love is that it eventually wears off, and Mm. now you're married to this person. Mm. And now
0: you have wait, wait, Kim. That's a very that's a very interesting take. I I like that take. Uh, Would you Would you call it the euphoria of passion? Because I believe love is a high level of consciousness. And I think sometimes, but
9: that's what they think it is. Yeah, they, they, they there believe we that go. Because they are experiencing the euphoria,
0: right? They equate yes. that with love. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's a very good mm-hmm. point. Very good point. I think a lot of people, like you said, if you if you if you don't cultivate this deep, uh unconditional love within yourself, mm-hmm. all you have is passion, and then that gets old. Talk right. to me more about that, Kim, because that 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 was very powerful. Well,
9: because the gentleman that... The gentleman that called in earlier, he said that everybody was telling him that's the wrong girl for him. But his judgment was so clouded with euphoria mm. and passion and love that he couldn't see it. Mm. But he eventually did after the euphoria wore off and then he could see it.
0: Mm. Great point. Great point. Kim, we appreciate mm-hmm. you tonight. Thank you for bringing Huntington Beach into the, the fray. You know you got to seat at the table. You're Call welcome. in any time. Thank you, Kim. You're welcome. Man, that's good. I love it when people call in and, and add on. This is beautiful right now. My brother Yogi Fish, all the way in New York. Get in here, New York.
10: Hey, Mr. Zoe Williams. How you been
0: doing today, brother? Man, I'm on one tonight. I'm 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 annoyed, I'm frustrated, and I had to come hard <laughs> in the paint, man. I hey man, I, I was on fire all day
10: today. So I I'm on one tonight. Thank I you, man. you, man. <laughs> I would advise those who listen only to come to YouTube to see this because that's bigger part of the program on KBLA. You got to see it. But uh, this subject is a great subject, and I've dealt with this one a lot internally about you know do I make the wrong decisions and you know because I think I talked to you about one situation that i was married to and ended up in prison mm-hmm. at the end of it you shared but, uh, that yes you did <laughs> yeah remember that and uh, but i didn't elaborate on everything but the thing too was i don't think you make mistakes in who you choose i just think the person you choose doesn't like being chosen for that person they they think of themselves as some other person, and then they don't like it that you love the person. They don't even like it themselves. Mm. You know, and mm. in my situation, she didn't like the way I valued her. You know what I mean? She, she didn't even trust that. You know, but that's who she really was. She, she was a good person, but she was around wrong kind of people and wrong thinking people. So she didn't value who I saw in her or who she really is or was. Mm. So I think sometimes you know the choosing is right. Everybody chooses the right person. It's just that person, or even yourself, doesn't show up after being chosen. You know what I mean? You don't like that person. Nah, you know? but you know
0: it's really deep about what you're saying here. Hmm. And I pointed this out in the in my 2015 book, uh, The Relationship Dismount: How to Stick the Landing When Exiting a Toxic Relationship. Right. What you just pointed out is somebody else's work. Your work chose them, but their work chose them for another reason, right? Their work chose you for another reason. And sometimes we take our hands off, off the proverbial spiritual wheel, looking at our partner and say, well, I'm doing the work. You should be doing the work. Well, sometimes you need to understand we don't learn at the same pace we don't get revelations at the same time and once we get Mm -hmm. those revelations we don't really uh jump into them or attack them or engage them in the same way so right you know how she responded to how you wanted to love on her that's her lesson and once you saw that, right. you back out the door quietly. You leave the plate on the ground with the food, with the apple and the cheese and the grapes on it. You you lay that down at the door and you back out quietly because that's not your journey.
10: That's her journey.
0: Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You get back yeah, on yeah, that's why that's I'm. the Thing here. I learned.
10: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the challenge. I mean, you you know, I I mean, I'm I'm older now, but when you're younger or evolving, these are not things you learn until they resolve themselves and then you see the lesson in that, in that process. So I think a lot of times people don't see the lessons because they don't want to see the lesson. They still want to believe something else is the issue. You know, they don't like the fact that they still have more growing to do. Right. You know what I mean? They, They think, Hey, I, I did everything right. So what's wrong with her versus, well, you did the right thing, but guess what? You still have more life to live and more growing to do. Don't don't try to fix that person, like you said, but understand that everybody ain't on the same evolution as you. Which that's that right. was the lesson I learned from it was that there's nothing wrong with her and there's nothing wrong with me. We just weren't in sync for a longevity of life together. You know, so that's the lesson I learned from that kind of a, situation i didn't learn it instantly i had to (laughs) i had to back away and get over the pain of certain certain things and say okay well you know this is what this taught me was you know just keep going you know i don't have the answer for the future but just keep going towards it anyway
0: man i thank you man i appreciate you brother we we love when yogi fish calls in insight galore man thank you brother thank you thank you thank you listen when i come forward i'm gonna bring one of my favorite callers in. The phone line's been crazy all night long. I'm going to bring one of my favorites in. She's out of Denver, Colorado. When we come forward, more from all over the country.
2: Is it good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward.
5: Come on, baby. You put my love on top, top, top.
0: If you're not enjoying this journey of life, what you come here for? (laughs) The voice of reason back in the building, KBLA Talk 1580. You already know, man. Man, we having conversations that people normally find uncomfortable. You don't ever get to say, I chose the wrong one. We've got to unlearn. What we've learned. Somebody said that person was wrong for you. No, they were right for you as you are right now. That's why they're here. (laughs) Oh, it's attraction, it's pheromones, it's hormones. No, it's more, it's spirit. In the Islamic tradition, and of course in the Christian and Judaic traditions, they talk a little bit about this. But I'm going to choose the Islamic tradition. They believe that everybody has an aura. Or what is called a halat. A halah. An aura around our bodies. Right? Now, Curly in photography may call it something different. An electromagnetic field. And anything that has life has an electromagnetic field. So you think that has nothing to do with the attraction? Or even bigger, you think that has nothing to do with spirit calling us together?
7: Hmm, huh, huh, huh,
0: huh, huh? Yeah, all of that's working. Let me get Callie Soul in here from Denver, Colorado. Now, Callie, I know you like the kitchen, yeah. I know you like the <laughs> kitchen, and I know you like to cook. But I got 30 seconds, then I'm gonna go forward. But I'm carrying you with me because I want you to lay this final thought down for everybody, okay? Okay. All right, when we come forward, Denver, Colorado, and Cali's soul.
2: Reasons. Reason. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. disappear. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Zoe so Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. You want some more? More. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Forever. wrong
9: <laughs>
0: it can depends on who you are and what stage you're at cali sold denver colorado you got a minute hey, and hey, some hey. change talk to me sweetheart
8: all righty so your question tonight and your topic for the show i just dropped in it says how do you forgive yourself for choosing the wrong person and like you said you can't choose the wrong person because you're constantly choosing for your current level of consciousness.
9: Mm -hmm.
8: And in regards to forgiveness, we've been taught that forgiveness is something that we can seek outside of ourselves. You you know, the church and different religions say you got to do this in order to be forgiven. and forgiving is something that you got to do for yourself in recognizing like I'm innocent. I chose wrong. If I chose wrong, I can choose again and I'd like to ask everybody in closing, like, what does your beacon look like?
9: Ooh. If your beacon
8: is attracting busters, then you need to address the buster inside of you. Mm, buster bustina beacon. inside. <laughs> 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 yeah, I got that from you. If you're a bustina, you know, then bustina. address the bustina inside of you. Like, <laughs> let me go and heal myself. And you can heal right where you are. You don't have to extricate that relationship that you're in for healing like the lesson is is where the healing lies like what did i do to attract this to myself if i feel like i'm a rug then i must be asking to be used i must be begging callie you called in too late
0: you called in too late we needed you to keep cooking like this lord have mercy that's olive oil we appreciate you thank you (laughs) good night good night love you listen i'm just gonna end on this man It's real simple. We'll see y'all tomorrow. My people's coming in, Danny Morrison and Robin Ayers. They're going to keep the fire lit. We was on fire tonight. I'll see y'all tomorrow.